Hey friends, welcome back to the Unfolding Podcast, where we unfold the truth of God's word together to know him more. I'm your host, Katie, and I am so glad you are here. This week on the podcast, we will be talking all about the science of gratitude. Yes, you heard that right. Science. I know. This podcast is about unfolding the truth of God's word, and it is, but this week's episode ties in tightly with the next. So listen with an open mind and hang around for part two, where we will dive into what the Bible says about gratitude and how the science of gratitude and what the Bible says about gratitude are tightly wound together. We have a few things to discuss before we get into the episode. First, thank you all so much for tuning into the podcast today. I pray it's a blessing and that you learn something new. I'm so thankful for your presence here. Please don't forget to check us out on Instagram at The Unfolding Co. for daily and weekly encouragement, reminders, prayers, scripture memory, and truth. Also, we have a website now. The link can be found in the show notes. And on the blog, you can find the free devotional, Living Fruitfully, as well as bi-weekly blog posts that expand on our podcast episodes. We will begin sending out a monthly newsletter in January of 2023, which you can sign up for right now so you don't miss anything. If you enjoy the podcast, here are a few ways you can continue to support us. Like and subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you listen to. Leave a rating and review and share the podcast with your friends on social media. Each of these things helps support and grow the podcast and we appreciate it. Thanks again for listening. Let's get into the episode. At the beginning of every episode, I like to share something I'm learning, something I'm grateful for, and our verse of the week. But I wanted to start adding something fun because what is life if it isn't fun? So I will also be sharing something that I've been enjoying recently. Let's start with what I've been learning lately. And yesterday, I just learned this yesterday, and my mind is kind of blown, but also it makes sense, and I feel bad about it. (laughs) I am learning that I have been studying the Bible wrong. Oof. I've been reading it looking for me in the Bible. Like, how does this apply to me? What does this teach me? How can I be, how can like I become better because of this verse? Um, and that's not how we should read the Bible. We should read the Bible looking for God and truth about who he is and what he does and what he has done. And I've just been looking at it the wrong way. I learned this yesterday when I was listening to the Candace Cameron Beret, Beret, I think that's how you say your last name, Candace Cameron Beret podcast. She just launched it this week. Um, if you don't know, she is the um, actress from Full House. She plays DJ Tanner in Full House and Fuller House, and she's in like a million Hallmark movies. Um, but she just started a podcast, and they were talking about how when you look, when you read the Bible looking for yourself, you're not going to be satisfied or filled up but when you look at the bible and study it looking for who god is then it's going to make so much more sense and yeah that's what i'm learning that i need to like 
read the Bible looking for God and not like just for myself. Um, so that's what I've been learning. <laughs> Here's what I am grateful for. I am grateful for a break. Last week, I took a girl's trip to Kansas City with my best friend from college. Um, she lives in Missouri. I live in New Mexico. And we get to see each other once a year. We try our best to make it a point to see each other once a year. Um, and it's been actually over a year since I had seen her. So we made a, a girl's trip to Kansas City. And it was so much fun and it was emotional because it was the first time I left my kids overnight um but they stayed home with dad and he did a great job with them and I'm so thankful that he was willing to do that um and he took off work for it and everything so it was so nice to just like be Katie for a bit and I, I miss my kids so so much and I was emotional about it but I also enjoyed it so much like being able to sleep as, as late as I wanted and like when I go out and do stuff I don't have to like carry a diaper bag and take kids out of car seats and put them in car seats and worry about what they're going to eat at this restaurant I just did what we wanted and it was so fun and I'm so thankful for the break and the the refreshment I got from it I'm just ready to dive into momming I mean I have been momming for ever since I got back but I'm just, I just feel more ready for it. All right, so my something fun for the day is Shane and Shane music. And I had heard of them and I was like, eh, whatever. I honestly, this is going to sound bad, but I'm not a huge worship music person. And it's because I'm such an emotional person that there is hardly ever a worship song that does not make me cry and I just don't want to cry all the time so I just don't listen to worship music all that often um but I have been enjoying Shane and Shane music so much I've been trying to make it more of a point to listen to worship music in the mornings and that's how we like we start our day and eat breakfast and all that to worship music and I really enjoy Shane and Shane um because they take they write their songs like out of scripture um like a lot of it is like scripture based and I really love that because it kind of helps you remember those scripture it does it's not like word for word but you get the ex essence of the verses or the chapters that they do a lot of psalms they do a lot of like regular worship songs too and it's just so good so enjoyable so beautiful like my favorite ones are um, you are my portion, and then I think it's Psalm 40. Let me look it up really quick. Psalm. Oh, I don't know. Like all of them, I guess. I think it's 34. Psalm 34. Anyways, all of their songs are so great. And I've been really enjoying them. So if you're looking for some new worship music to check out, check out Shane and Shane because they are so good. All right. Our verse for today is Psalms 107, 1. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good for his steadfast love endures forever. 
I attempt to post two podcasts every month. Um, I try to do it every other week. In October, I did not, that didn't happen. Um, you know, life happens. But this month, I wanted to focus on gratitude because November is kind of the month of gratitude because of Thanksgiving. I think everyone tends to feel a little more grateful this time of year. And that's why this is such a beautiful holiday because it's about giving thanks for what we have. And um, so everyone's mind and heart is kind of already there. Although I feel like thankfulness and gratitude is something we need to have every single day of the year and not just in November but it's not wrong to focus on it a little bit more this time of year um I wanted to focus on this topic for the month of November because it's a common concept this time of year almost too common honestly because we've kind of become maybe a little desensitized to the idea of gratitude um We kind of brush it off, you know, we don't make a big deal out of it, um, but I wanted to try to emphasize it a little bit more because it is so important, and in this episode, we're going to see how important it is, um, physically, and the next episode, we'll see how important it is spiritually. So, it's a two-part episode. And today we're talking about the science behind gratitude. And the next episode on November 21st, which will come out the week of Thanksgiving, we will be talking about what the Bible says about gratitude and thankfulness. And I'm just really excited to share with you guys what I've learned because it's so fascinating. And I also want to emphasize, I try to emphasize this every episode, that I don't, I'm not here to like just teach I'm here to learn and everything that I share on this podcast is something I'm like literally learning right now. It's not like I'm an expert. It's just we're learning this together. I'm sharing with you what I've learned and we're learning together um, about every topic I discuss. And so we're learning together about thankfulness and gratitude and the science behind it because it's really really fascinating. So let's get into it. Gratitude and science. Gratitude changes your brain. There have been studies that have shown that practicing gratitude is healthy for your body. What? What? And I will preface this. All these studies I have read are non- Christian studies. These are scientific secular studies done by researchers who believe in evolution. And I don't, most, I hope most believers of Jesus are creationists. Um, But these are all done by evolutionists. And I think that's going to play an interesting part in this study. So a lot of these studies are talking about being grateful to other people in your life, which is a great thing. Some of them talk about being grateful in a general sense um, or um, also they talk about being like people expressing gratitude to you and what that does for your body and your brain. So that's like kind of the premise of these studies. 
but that doesn't mean that the science behind it is wrong just because they believe in evolution. They might believe, like one study I read stated that the effects of gratitude occurred because of an evolutionary thing, whatever. I don't believe in that, but you know, you can't deny the things that happen in your brain when you're grateful. That is fact, you know? So the first study I read about, and I didn't read like, there were a couple of articles that were like actual studies that are like 70 pages long. And I'm not here to teach a science class. So I didn't read them all. I just picked a few that I was I thought were interesting and that gave us some good information. The first one I found was the John Templeton Foundation. And it said that studies have shown that people who more readily experience gratitude have more gray matter in a specific area of your brain. And now I didn't look this up, but let's look up what gray matter is versus white matter. I feel like I know what it is, but I don't remember. So it says that the tissue called gray matter in the brain and spinal cord is also known as substantia grecia and is made up of cell bodies. White matter is composed of nerve fibers. So gray matter is where the actual processing is done, where the white matter provides communication between different gray matter areas and between the gray matter and the rest of the body. So white matter is like the communication and then the gray matter is where stuff actually happens. So people who are more grateful or more readily to be grateful have more gray matter. They process things in a larger level in their brain. That's cool because that is actually changing the makeup of your brain. Like somebody who is not grateful regularly in their life doesn't have as much gray matter. But someone who is grateful has more gray matter. Literally changing the makeup of your brain. What? Just by feeling and experiencing gratitude. Here's a quote from the article from the John Templeton Foundation. It says, One study found that more grateful cardiac patients reported better sleep, less fatigue, and lower levels of cellular inflammation. inflammation. While another found that heart failure patients who kept a gratitude journal for eight weeks were more grateful and had reduced signs of inflammation afterwards. Several studies have found that more grateful people experience less depression and are more resilient following traumatic events. Multiple studies have also found that people with higher levels of dispositional gratitude have signs of better physiological health. Oh, sorry. Have signs of better psychological health, including higher levels of perceived social support and lower levels of stress, depression, and anxiety. So people who are struggling physically in the hospital who have hearts that are not functioning properly even though they're sick because they were grateful they got better sleep and they had less inflammation in their body 
while people whose hearts were literally failing, who kept a gratitude journal, had less inflammation as well. Wow. And people who are grateful experience less depression and they're more um, able to recover from something traumatic. That is pretty significant, I think. All right, the next article I found was from Harvard University. And it tells us that gratitude leads to optimism and more exercise. And I will try to link these articles in the show notes. I wanted to read a bit on this Harvard article to you. Okay, two psychologists, Dr. Robert A. This is from the Harvard University. Two psychologists, Dr. Robert A. Emmons of the University of California, Davis, and Dr. Michael E. McCullough of the University of Miami have done research on gratitude. In one study, they asked all participants to write a few sentences each week focusing on particular topics. One group wrote about things they were grateful for that had occurred during the week. A second group wrote about daily irritations or things that had displeased them. And the third wrote about events that had affected them with no emphasis on them being positive or negative. After 10 weeks, those who wrote about gratitude were more optimistic, felt better about their lives, um, and surprisingly, they also exercised more and had fewer visits to physicians than those who focused on sources of aggravation. Another leading research at the un- researcher at the University of Pennsylvania tested the impact of various positive psychology interventions on 411 people, each compared with a control assignment of writing about early memories. When their week's assignment was to write and personally deliver a letter of gratitude to someone who had never been properly thanked for his or her kindness, participants immediately exhibited a huge increase in happiness scores. This impact was greater than that form. <clears throat> this impact was greater than that from any other intervention with benefits lasting for a month. So the first study of people who just focused on the good things and what they were grateful for were more optimistic. They felt better about their lives and even exercised more. And then this other study said that like they delivered a letter of gratitude to someone who'd never been properly thanked. Um, Their happiness levels were higher for a month. Not just a, a day, but an entire month. Now that's interesting. Um, also, there was an article from positivepsychology.com and it said that expressing gratitude releases serotonin and dopamine in our brain. Here's a quote. By consciously practicing gratitude every day, we can help these neural pathways to strengthen themselves and ultimately create a permanent, grateful, and positive nature within ourselves. So when um, I was reading a little bit more into this, so when you do something that releases 
serotonin and dopamine in your brain, which are like the happy hormones that you have, your brain is more likely to encourage you or push you into that activity over and over again so that you continue to get that release of serotonin and dopamine in your body. So when you want to feel happy, um, your brain goes to gratitude. So once you express gratitude multiple times in your life, your brain will be more likely to push you to do it more and more and release serotonin and dopamine over and over again. I thought that was really cool. And I think this is kind of the same thing. It can have negative consequences in our life with like um, certain behaviors that are not good for you. I think this is also kind of why being on Instagram can be so addicting because you get like a little dopamine release when you're on your inst- on Instagram and so your brain kind of like encourages you to go on Instagram again to get another dopamine release. Um but when you're when you're releasing dopamine in your brain because of gratitude, that's a good thing, right? The last area I went to learn about this was Andrew Huberman and I had never heard about him but he has a website called Huberman Labs and he has a podcast I oh he is a doctor I was like I don't think he's a doctor but he is definitely a doctor but he has a podcast he talks about all kinds of things and he's very smart I did not get the chance to listen to the entire podcast episode about gratitude Um, Because he talks about just how to get into the habit of gratitude and the science behind it and whatnot. Um, And um, he, I also have, I need to listen to a podcast about sleep that my brother sent me. But he, I only listened to snippets of his podcast episode on gratitude. And some of it, I was watching it at like... 6am so my brain wasn't awake and it was kind of a lot of information to process but essentially he explained the science behind it and that when you practice gratitude regularly anxiety and fear circuits in your brain are less likely to be active when you are grateful habitually It also um, increases motivation and positive emotions when you habitually practice being grateful for things. I think it's super fascinating. Um, Maybe you don't. And I will link that podcast episode below because I do want to listen to the whole thing again. um, Because it's super interesting. But how interesting is it that just being grateful affects your brain in such a massive and permanent way? I had never really thought about how doing certain things like that affects your brain. I just kind of think of my brain as like this place where it tells my heart to beat and, you know, it tells my body when to move and when I'm hungry and whatnot you know, but I mean, logically the brain is the center of our physical body and our mental body. That is where our conscious 
is, is in our brain. Um, so it's all connected. And I think it's so fascinating that there's science that shows that being grateful and showing gratitude is good for your body and your mind. And the benefits of being grateful are long lasting. Um, like that one study that said that people who wrote a letter of gratitude were great, were happier for a month. (laughs) That's pretty cool. Um, you know, these articles though, they miss something that's kind of sad to me that they miss it, but also like, wow, mind blowing to me. And it is that God designed us this way. God designed gratitude to be good for our bodies. The same way he designed our bodies to feel better and feel healthier when we eat fruits and vegetables more than we eat fat and sugar. He designed our bodies and our brains to work better when we are grateful. It was his design and his plan to make our brains work this way. He designed the dopamine to release when we are grateful. He designed our bodies to have the desire to exercise more when we feel grateful. He designed our bodies to feel happier and more positive when we are grateful. It was his plan and his design that this happened. It was not evolutionary to keep us healthier and keep us the fittest so that we survive. It was God's plan from the beginning of time when he created Adam and Eve. He wrote into their DNA that gratitude would make them healthier, happier humans on earth. And that is just so fascinating. And next week, we're going to dive into what the Bible says about gratitude because it's full of thankfulness. I haven't um, gotten that far in my study yet. But the next episode, we will talk about how many times the Bible talks about thankfulness and the verses that talk about thankfulness. And um, because God wants us to be grateful, it's one of the characteristics a Christian should have is gratitude and gratefulness. It's not a fruit of the spirit, but it it's it's designed, it's imprinted on our bodies physically, on our brains, on our spirit to need to be grateful for everything that we have. And the fact that as believers, we get to know exactly who we're grateful to is wonderful. Today we were listening to I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about how occasionally in their body or in their flesh and their sinful selves they want to like take all the gratitude for themselves and be like, "Yeah, I did do that. I am amazing. I am talented. I am wonderful." But how when you roll that gratitude up to God, it lasts forever. It doesn't just stop with you and someone doesn't say, "Wow, you're great. Thank you for sharing that on your podcast. No, you can roll it up and be like, well, it's only because of God and his goodness that we can be grateful and that it does have a positive effect on our bodies. That lasts forever because God is eternal. And I think that is so cool to think about how important gratitude is. And I don't think we take it seriously enough. I wanted to mention, I wish I had taken 
the time to look it up. Maybe I will right now. But I listened to another podcast because your girl loves podcasts um, about, it's called the Armchair Expert Podcast and it has um, Dak Shepard um, from, he's an actor and his wife is Kristen Bell and sometimes she's on there with him too. And he had someone on there talking about happiness and how happiness, um, yeah, I think this is it. I think it's Dr. Lori Santos. I'm not exactly sure. I don't want to get into it, but essentially the podcast episode was about how if you just wake up in the morning and write a, like a list of 10 things you're grateful for, then you will be happier. And this guy did a whole study on it about how he had his students write a gratitude list every day for this many days and how they felt happier at the end of it. And that's good and all, but the thing that was missing in that episode was like, who are they grateful to? like you just like thankful I mean that's okay to be that way but it's so much better and so much more long lasting when you're thankful to the one who gave it to you and the one who created everything and the one who sustains everything it just it's so much deeper than that and it's my desire that through this this episode and the next that you will take gratitude seriously not just for the physical benefits or the mental benefits, but like the spiritual benefits and, and the fact that this is the way God designed us to be. Because um, that's super duper cool. Alright, that was a very brief, brief bird's eye view of the science behind gratitude. I hope you learned something really interesting and um, new and that you're inspired to continue to be grateful next week or November 21st. Don't forget to tune in again to see what the Bible says about gratitude and how God designed us to be this way and to be grateful because I think it'll, it'll, it'll be another good one. Before we end today's episode, I wanted to share just a little something as we are in the holidays. The holidays have started for all of us now. Whether you celebrate Halloween or not, the holidays are here. Halloween is over. Um, and we are all preparing. Maybe you wait until December to start getting things ready. But if you're hosting Thanksgiving, you're probably already getting ready for that. And I have a lot of big events in the next two months. My dad's 60th birthday. My boys are turning two right after Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, I have my birthday, and there's Christmas and New Year's, family, traveling, traditions, special times. It's my favorite time of year. I absolutely love the holidays, and there is an element of stress because there is a lot to do, and um, it can be a financial burden, especially because sometimes you just, not that you feel pressure to give people gifts, but for me, it's just a desire. Like, I just want to give gifts to people. 
I think it's how I show love is by giving gifts. It's not necessarily my love language, but it's how I show people I love them. Um, It's not necessarily how I receive love, but it's how I show love. And, you know, that can be hard when you just have to be sensible because you can't just throw all your money into gift giving um, per se. So it can be kind of stressful. And like if you're hosting, that can be stressful preparing everything. If you're visiting family, sometimes that can be stressful. And then there's also like the pressure from social media to be picture perfect and get the cutest family photo and have the matching pajamas and decorate the prettiest cookies with your kids and do all of the special holiday things. And it can be hard. And I and I just wanted to, as we jump into the holiday season, remind you and myself because I struggle with the pressure too. And maybe it's not only that you feel like you have to, but that you just want to, because I feel like that's a lot of me. Is like, I want to do all the special things and make this time of year magical because I love it so much. And I want to make it magical for my kids, for my husband. <clears throat> but I wanted to remind us that we don't need perfection this holiday season. Nobody needs to be perfect. You don't have the have to have the perfectly decorated tree and you don't have the have to have the perfect holiday photo to put on your Christmas card to send to everybody for them to put on their fridge for the month of December and then throw away. You don't have to have the matching pajamas. You don't have to have the perfect meal. You don't need perfection. All we need is presence we need to be present with our families because that's what they're going to remember it's not necessarily how perfect the cookies were or how delicious they tasted it was the time spent together with you because I have wonderful memories of making cookies with my mom and sister and my brothers mainly my mom and my sister because my brothers kind of had grown out of it by the time I had formed memories but our cookies never look good, <laughs> but it was fun doing it together. You know, it's not about, you know, the perfect picture at the Christmas lights. It's about enjoying it and seeing the wonder in your kid's eyes when they see all these sparkling lights. It's not, you know, the, the gifts under the tree. It's like opening them together and and just like the specialness of waking up on Christmas morning with your family. That's what's important is our presence and presence with the Lord. I mean, this time of year is the time to be grateful and it's time to focus on, on what happened 2000 years ago that God came to earth in the form of man as Emmanuel. That's what this time of year is all about and what we need to focus on And make sure that we are present with the Lord during this time. And that we don't get so caught up preparing for the holidays that we forget to sit in the truth of the holiday. And and not just like read the Christmas story because it's the thing to do. But read the Christmas story to remember and be present with the Lord. And sit in awe of his love for us to orchestrate this beautiful plan of salvation. Um, I just wanted to encourage you that... You just, you don't have to spend bukus of money on gifts. 
but you do need to spend time with your family in any way you can and whatever family that is for you because sometimes you can't go home for Christmas. So spend time with the family you have wherever you are because the holidays can be a lot, but they don't have to. So remember, we don't need perfection. We need presence. I just wanted to encourage you all with that. Thank you for listening to me ramble about the holidays. I truly, 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 truly love this time of year so much. I love Christmas music, Christmas trees. We went to Hobby Lobby the other night and just like all the Christmas things just bring me so much joy. I just love it so much. So I'm super excited for this time of year. And I'm trying to remember that I don't have to do every single Christmas tradition, but I just gotta like enjoy the time with the people, you know? Let's close in prayer. stay. Thank you for the opportunity once again to share your truth on this podcast. I pray, Lord, that it is honoring to you and that it's glorifying to you, Lord, and that it points to you. I'm just a flawed human. I don't know very much at all, but you can use whatever I give you, and I pray this is enough, Lord, and I pray that it touches the people that it's meant to touch. Um, thank you for designing us in a way that gratitude and being thankful and glorifying to you is good for our bodies physically and mentally and our spirits lord thank you for this um, really fascinating information about how you made us to live lord i pray that it encourages us to be more grateful not just around the holidays but every day of the year lord Thank you for your love and your grace and your mercy. I pray that you would be with each person who tunes into this episode, that you would walk with them, that you would encourage them and lift them up and draw them close to you, Lord. Thank you for this opportunity once again and help us to love you more and honor you in everything we do. Amen.